Hi, and welcome to Chats Over Coffee with my yoga teacher, the podcast where a comedian talks to his yoga teacher, which I'd hope from the title was somewhat self-expansion, but I do want to let you know what you are in for if you are unprepared. So let's uh, let's start the show. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. I write some really stupid things down. Like, <laughs> I wrote down an idea that I had a jar of marmalade. Right. Or vice versa. So it's someone else's jar of marmalade. Okay, this is mm-hmm. the idea. And then I go to their house and I open the jar of marmalade and I start eating all the marmalade, right? Mm-hmm. And then they come down and they're furious with me because it turns out that it wasn't a jar of marmalade after all. It's that they had a really good friend that was an orange that like had a bad accident and has been they managed to preserve him in this jar for when they can like reverse the accident damage or or like use the DNA of it to bring it back to life again. And I've accidentally assumed that this was marmalade instead of the preserved orange friend and I've okay. eaten it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that that's a bit far reaching. <laughs> But did it make any sense but, at all? Or <laughs> uh, I think it fell down when the orange had to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Um, unless it was like, I don't know, like unless it was a guy that got cursed so that he turned into an orange. Okay. And then he died. That works better. <laughs> okay. I mean, it works better on such a, such a marginal level in that like, the whole thing is still nonsense, but... <laughs> This is what this podcast is. It's yoga advice and the graveyard of my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So I just got this routine at the moment where I'm right, yeah. writing coffee shops, but you've got to find the right coffee shop because the thing is, if you're trying to find a, a specific place where you can sit and work, you need somewhere that's got a relatively large sitting space so that you don't feel bad for taking up the room for a yeah. couple of hours and sorry I feel, like, I feel like I haven't really got in the swing of the conversation yet so <laughs> <laughs> no it's fine no that sounds really nice I mean before COVID that's what I was doing because obviously we were working on the house as well which has um, made it a very uncomfortable place to stay and so I would go down to the cafe at the abbey the only problem with that one is it's really big and it's great but it has no internet or at least it didn't then I don't know if it does now I, I don't need the internet because I and you work. Okay. I work on a pad, and then I type the stuff up later after. Oh, so you work in a, like a notebook? Yeah, yeah, I got a notebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah, old school, mate. Old school. Mm-hmm. Like they did in uh, biblical times. Just, uh, just, just a biro. <laughs> you got you. Know, <laughs> you know. I was imagining you with like a little chisel and a little <laughs> on a piece of stone. <laughs> it must have been a nightmare, wasn't it? Like working on pieces of stone when you're like uh, when you're drafting. It must be awful, you know. Well, they did have paper. It just didn't last. <laughs> oh, right. oh, so there's a final draft is on the stone, is it, then? Yeah. Think, okay, yeah, yeah, right, that's That it. makes a bit more yeah. sense, doesn't it? So, it's like, <laughs> you go round to someone's, like, some, someone, some writer's house and the bin is just full of, like, slates. And <laughs> <laughs> like, instead oh, of scrunching up a piece of block, paper, it's just yeah. like get a big sledgehammer and smash it up. And... <laughs> that sounds like it would be quite cathartic. So. Yeah, it could be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sounds quite good, really. I quite like that idea. <laughs> it was Mental Health Awareness Week. Uh, when was that? Like the second week of May? Right. And I did a yoga and meditation class for that, 
which I wasn't expecting you to love because I know you meditate all the time anyway. You're like half med. You're half meditating right now, aren't you? <laughs> it was just a regular yawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why did you want to talk about that then? Well, I was just going to say, like, uh, I quite enjoyed that one. That was quite nice because I tend not to go so slow in my classes. I mean, when I teach at a studio, I seem to realize that I end up being the teacher that teaches the hardest classes. And I don't know how that's happened because I don't feel like I'm teaching a hard class. It's because you're mean, that's why. Like yeah, it must be because I'm mean. You like people to suffer. <laughs> Because you do, you laugh when you, you know, when you do leg, we do leg lifts and have to, you know, have our feet in the air and then lower them. I do them. do a little then, evil laugh. And you laugh when, yeah. like, when you take a longer pause over when you get to like three, counting down from ten, and then say like two and a half or something, and you start laughing. And I thought, it's like, but I, I, I mean, that's so unfair because that I've times the speed of my legs going down in accordance to what the count from 10 mm-hmm. to 0 is. So if you put mm-hmm. like a two and a half in, it fucks up the... It means you're stuck really yeah, yeah, low. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's the point. Yeah, well, <laughs> You can always ignore me and do what you want. I frankly will. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so going against my nature of being a bit of a, a more hardcore teacher i'm not a rocket teacher or anything like that but you know being a bit harder in my classes i did that yoga meditation it was really chill and quite nice and everyone was like oh kayla i feel so relaxed now <laughs> and then afterwards i am um, because it because the focus this year on mental health awareness week was loneliness so i i planned to do like 20 minutes after class anybody could join after or they could stay or leave and we just talked just to see how we're doing, anything to say. You know, I've got to catch up with people. I haven't really, you know, because if you kind of rush to class sometimes and you don't stick around after, you don't really get a chance to catch up. So it's just like, oh, you know, put in 20 minutes. We'll have a catch up. We stayed on for over an hour. And in the end, I had to go like, oh, guys, I'm really sorry, but I need lunch. <laughs> I need to eat. <laughs> and it was really nice. Uh, well, I feel a little uh, bit jealous because, uh, you know, what if you, what if you start thinking that that would be a better podcast if we have a... <laughs> <laughs> No, rivals now so. a lot of people enjoy the podcast so well oh, thanks it's been quite oh. nice <laughs> yes. no i mean in general just like the the quality of what what we're putting out i think has been quite good uh so what did you think of class last night yeah it's all right yeah the the balance one yeah mm. did uh yeah. did you think it was okay just all right yeah yeah, yeah fine <laughs> sorry that's that's high praise for me that is uh, yeah <laughs> So the balancing class focus, why did you do a balancing focus class and why is it important to balance? And not, not in terms of, because obviously like one thing that I thought I'm definitely much more balanced in terms of, not mentally balanced, although I am, yes, mental, just, I, I am, so mentally, I am mentally balanced. I mean, to some extent. Because <laughs> we're super zen. Yeah, right? super zen. Yeah, obviously. Like, <laughs> no, you know. but what you mean is physically yeah, so balancing. I can, yeah. You know, so yesterday, on Monday night, I was at a gig and I was doing... Like I was waiting, I was oh, the last actor on a new material night. It's so annoying. I had to wait <laughs> ages, watch loads of not not shit, not shit, but like <laughs> just you know, <laughs> and we just had to wait. And so at one point, I was sat at the back of the room and I was doing a figure four chair pose, oh, nice. <laughs> like at the back of the room. And one of the other acts looked at me, and I could see his face, and he was sort of thinking, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> but, but, um, but I just thought I was just, it was actually really easy to, cause thinking back to when I first started, I used to 
be quite bad at balances in class. Mm. I mean, part of it is a mental thing, I suppose, but it also, isn't it the, like, say, like the muscles in your foot, then they sort of somehow get stronger so that you're able to balance more so? Or, I mean, you should tell me, really, because you're the professional at this, but, <laughs> but there's a thing like, you know... I'm the professional you, balancer. Well, no, but like, you, you, you're, you're like, the, you're the anatomy queen, aren't you? So... Oh, thanks. Well, that's what you says in your profile that you focus on anatomy, don't? You? Yeah, I didn't put anatomy queen. <laughs> right, I'm trying to like big you up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you so much. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like there there must be a muscular thing as well. And why is that important? Like, obviously, like when you get old, like a lot of people will fall when they get old and stuff, don't they? So yeah. balance is in, is kind of important, and. Uh, and you should take think, over. You should take over, really. Okay, okay. <laughs> please, please, so think, please rescue this. <laughs> so I think in terms of like you, because so the the workshop that we did was really mostly, and I, I did try to emphasize this, but was was really about your, your physical balancing, like literally standing on one leg. So it's not even though you could do a whole workshop about mental balance, perhaps or resilience and things like that. That wasn't what it was about. It was obviously about your physical balance so what you were saying about like maybe the first time you you know started doing yoga and you felt quite like not very good at balancing in the poses and then now you feel like perhaps something's you know got stronger or changed so that you do feel a lot more focused i'm not amazing at it or... i just carry out that like i'm not right. <laughs> uh, you know, i'm not going to join the circus anytime soon <laughs> well neither am i so that's no. good <laughs> But, you know, like, you, you just feel like perhaps you're a little bit better or whatever. But I think um, in terms of your balance, like, what what we went through in the class was, like, you know, starting at your feet and then kind of moving up the body or whatever. But um, your feet do obviously play a big part in your balance. And in yoga, we emphasize as much as we can without making people feel, obviously, uncomfortable we don't want people to be scared and not come back <laughs> but there is a strong emphasis on do not wear socks you should not be wearing socks when you're doing yoga unless you're absolutely freezing or you're outside or there's some real reason to be wearing socks don't wear them it's not good for your yoga practice so you need to be able to feel with the skin on your feet and if you're wearing socks you can't you can't feel that you only feel pressure so just practicing yoga in general without wearing socks on a regular basis will increase how well you balance just because you're more aware of your feet. It also means that your feet move and flex a lot. So like you, you would say, if you remove your hands around, you move your fingers, can you move your toes like that? Can you, you know, are you quite in general, quite dexterous with our feet? And obviously this does depend on the shape of your foot. Uh, I always joke, I have very long toes, so I can emphasize all the things that I want you to do with your feet because my toes are really long. But assuming you have cute little like tiny toes that are more normal length, <laughs> it might not be as obvious, but they should still be able to move and, and, and stuff. And I think that makes a really big difference to your balance. But obviously, everything affects your balance. So that's one of the things we went over in the class was, um, what was my list? I had a really long list. Anemia, medication, dehydration, overheating, low blood sugar, low blood pressure, migraines, ear infections, circulation. And then I wrote down low estrogen for women because when your estrogen is low, it affects your blood pressure and your circulation which affects your balance. So it's kind of like a knock-on effect. And also, if you, if you 
kind of listen to that, that highlights how much what you eat and what you drink affects your balance. And like, so basically everything affects your balance. <laughs> but when you first start balancing, you wobble. So when you're not used to it, you'll wobble. So the ankle does that little wobble back and forth and the leg and the foot wobbles and maybe the foot starts to ache. So we always, I always joke like, it's not something you're used to. You might think like, oh, that hurts my foot. But as long as, I mean, obviously only you can tell if you've actually damaged something or if it's the muscle kind of working hard. But it's not every day we strengthen our feet. It's not something we tend to try and do regularly. So it feels weird because you're not trying to get bodybuilder feet. I don't know if that's a thing, but like, you know what I mean? You're not trying to like get muscular feet. It's not like, oh yeah, look at my muscular feet. So uh, <laughs> so when we first start balancing and we wobble, the feet get stronger from it because we're wobbling and the feet have to work harder to stop. So the, the easier the balance is for you and the less wobble, the less your foot has to work. So I feel like there's a point where you find a muscular strength kind of balance in the foot so when the foot isn't really strong enough to be holding one your whole body on one foot it might wobble and it might be like oh this is hard work and then eventually it gets more and more kind of like oh no it's fine I can just hold it's fine and then after a bit maybe it even gets weaker and you wobble again and then it gets strong again and then and then it kind of is potential for it to do a bit of like a, a wave kind of thing where mm. it's like strong but not not I'm saying that it's very very subtle you might not even notice it once you can, you know, once you're comfortable, more comfortable in your more normal yoga balances or whatever. But it definitely is something just like anything. Practice makes it easier. The more you practice balancing, the easier it's going to be. And the more challenges you set yourself when you're balancing, the easier it's going to be. I had a teacher that used to dance around us when we were balancing. Um, she used to give us, she used to make us hold. <laughs> I'm serious. It's like when you try and distract those guards at Buckingham Palace. But... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. She would never touch us. The, 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 the uh, I don't know, the, the line you don't cross uh, unless, you, unless you're going to tell them you're going to is touching. So you don't touch when you're balancing because that will really throw people off but you know moving around and kind of distracting and being silly and trying to get to throw off the balance yeah absolutely mm. and the other thing she used to do is she used to make us hold our palms facing up by the chest and then she'd put a little tiny glass of water on your hands and you had to balance and hold the little glass of water <laughs> well, that's quite a good challenge as well <laughs> sounds like a game show night it does, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's just mixing it up a bit, you know, challenging the brain and, and the body and stuff. But but then obviously there's, uh, you know, we, you know, what I called it that shrimp pose and you had a good laugh and said I made it up. You did make it up. No, no, after class, uh, one of the other students uh, confirmed that that is a Pilates move. So I didn't make it up. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's called shrimp, though, in Pilates, but... <laughs> it just really felt like you just tried to pretend that it's something like everybody did. how fun did, was but... that? Well, <laughs> uh, I'm just saying there's other ways to balance as well. Yeah. It's not all about feet. It's hands. You, if you, you're balancing when you're in your side plank. And, yeah, yeah. you know, you can... All those kind of things as well, so... I'm better at it because of the muscular thing in the feet, then. I would imagine. But also, like, psychologically... It's like yeah. the brain doesn't go as quickly because you're not thinking about what you're doing as mm. maybe going quickly is the wrong thing, but you're just, you're not, like, I don't know if I said this before, but someone once said if a bird knew what it was doing, like, by flying and actually thought about it, they'd, like, be like, oh, shit, 
and like probably fall out the sky because of like how yeah yeah precarious that is like flying so high up if you actually thought about it you might think oh good god what's uh (laughs) there's nothing to prevent me from instant death here if i get this wrong but they're just actually doing it and so if if i'm in a balance and not worrying about it so much which only comes with practice and confidence and knowing that Mm. you probably that you, you are sort of reasonably passable at doing it then that's a big element of it isn't it Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we talk about that in in our in my headstand workshop, you know, because obviously being upside down is quite. That's the big. I I would say, and and I think most people would agree, the the the, the worst thing about doing a headstand is the fear of falling. So if you could take that away, people will tend to give it a go. You know, like when when you say, oh, we'll practice against the wall or whatever. You know, and people go, oh yeah. I mean, I don't I don't teach against heads down against the wall. I've said that a million times, but uh, <laughs> but in general, that's usually the thing that stops people. Is they're they're worried about falling. They don't want to fall. They don't want to hurt themselves. And it's the same in any balance. It's just maybe a bit less obvious when you're stood up and you're only on one foot because you know if you fall, quote unquote, all that means is you put a foot back down onto the floor. <laughs> it's not like actually falling. It's very unlikely that you'll actually fall because you can just stop doing the yoga pose and then you're not falling but yeah your brain still interprets it a very similar way you you are still worried that you could fall because you're trying to balance so Mm. absolutely there's definitely a, a brain bit in there for sure and then obviously like i was saying it's it's not just your feet that get strong because obviously we went over the fact that you're you're a transverse abdominals your core muscles have a very play a very big part in your balance as well so it's important that as you if you if you practice yoga and that includes a full body practice then eventually everything gets stronger so everything is more happy in the balance your legs your glutes your belly <laughs> so your back what's the point though just i know there's a point but why would you say we need to learn to balance well, I think like there's a strong emphasis in, in yoga that if you can balance on the mat, then you're more likely to be able to find balance off of the mat. So applying that to your mental health and, and well-being and finding balance in your life and, you know, whether that's like having to say no to people so that you can be, you know, have chill time or whether that's like having to say yes to things because you find it difficult to get out of the house or whatever kind of extremes you want to kind of go for it's supposed to kind of give you a bit more confidence and and help with that and then obviously balancing is important nobody wants to fall over (laughs) on a physical level you know (laughs) yeah because obviously when you're older like that's what a large percentage of hospital visits are people that fall i suppose so i don't know if that's yeah i don't know if that makes any difference or what like I know. Being if you are older and you th- think about falling and you think that is a real risk for me, and you go upstairs holding a rail and stuff like that, I would say that you should do something like yoga. You know, like yoga. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or I think even in some. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm going to say yoga because I'm a yoga teacher. Yeah. But I think, I think like, you should go to comedy you... nights. I think that would be. It. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to be honest, that might help. If that is part of your problem is in your head, it might actually help to get out of your head for a bit and listen to something funny. But um, at some leisure centers, they do something called active balance. So if you're worried about the cliche yoga style, you know, like some people are, they don't want to go to a yoga class. Oh, God, what am I getting myself into? There are other things out there that can help. And active balance is basically a class of balancing yoga poses. 
that just help you focus on balancing, but just leave all the other yoga stuff out of it. But I would say that if you're worried about balancing, you should practice balancing because then you will less worry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so. In terms of like work-life balance and all that stuff that people always talk about, and mm. like everything's is like it's it's a bit Newtonian, isn't it? Like you know, every reaction's got an equal and opposite reaction, doesn't it? So if you do yeah. too much in one thing, you you suffer in another aspect of things, don't you? So like balancing, like from a psychological point of view, is quite important, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it's quite tricky as well, isn't it? Like if I want to like work really hard at being you know one of the five best comedians in yorkshire which i apparently am according to a recent poll yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. then uh, i could just give you know just put all my energy into that and mm. stay up you know 20 hours a day writing jokes and like be quite happy to drive to bournemouth and back just to get the stage time and yeah. every day like but i'd then- go like anywhere but i i would pay for that elsewhere wouldn't i like i would be yeah, you- i'd be knackered and I'd lose money if I wasn't... going to be honest with you, that sounds like that would probably affect the quality of what you write and how you perform as well because you'd be too tired. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> so no, that that might be just... That's just too much all over because that's just going to exhaust you. Yeah, but anyway, I was using... That's called burnout and that's slightly different. <laughs> okay, well, all right. So... But yes, yeah, I would say that like... The way of looking at it would be like the universe getting me back. <laughs> like I'm trying to like break the laws of physics by but I'll pay for it somewhere mm. you know I mean my my the thing that I used to say a lot was like you have to find a balance but you have to remember that a ton of feathers is a lot more feathers than a ton of bricks because it's about density and weight and all of that so like just because you think oh I've spent half an hour resting that means I can spend half half an hour in a zumba class it's not the same Mm. It, you might need three hours to rest after something, and especially if you're brand new to it. Or you might need days to let the muscles recover before you try again with strength training. Or maybe you've been really stressed and you think, oh, I'll have a day off because I'm really stressed, so I'm taking a day off work. And it didn't really help. Well, it's probably because you need a week off work, not a day. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just It's like... Sometimes people think a 50-50 split is even, but it's not. You know, a lot of the time we need more. There's And, and sometimes that can be the other way around. If you sit a lot in your job and you sit a lot, you don't want one hour once a week. That's not enough. You need more. Or what, an hour a day <laughs> is probably more realistic. And that doesn't mean you have to do it with yoga with me or something like that. I just mean, you know, do something. <laughs> Get up, go for a long walk or whatever, you know. Zumba or whatever your thing is. People like Zumba, I think. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Dance-a-size. <laughs> I like how frozen you went. Just like... No, no, not gonna dance the size. <laughs> I have to be on drugs to dance, I'm afraid. <laughs> but I don't think they'd let me in the Zumba class. I have to be like, he's drinking a lot of water, this guy. <laughs> but, um, I would say it's an equal and opposite reaction there. It makes it sound like it isn't. But it could be a similar idea. Well, yeah, but mm. in terms of force and energy and stuff like that, I guess mm. it would be equal, but it's just, you know, 
like you say, with the beets and the feathers and the feathers brick, yeah. and the bricks, you might say they're equal, but they're gonna it's gonna take so many feathers. Like it just would look wouldn't look equal. They always say that, don't they? Uh, that when you're a kid, they try and trick you and go, "What fool? You drop a ton of bricks and a ton of feathers off a building. What one lands first? And then everyone goes, "Oh, the bricks." And then you go, "Ha ha ha!" No, they weigh the same. But actually, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Like they would land differently, wouldn't they? Because they've got of course more area and stuff. So that's yeah. Like, I mean, it might be yep. closer than you thought initially without thinking about it, but still. So what I learned from that is that adults are full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Don't trust adults. Don't trust adults. They don't know. They know very, <laughs> only very slightly more than you. <laughs> yeah, basically. basically. They're winging They're it, dumb. I'm afraid. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this, back on the idea of balance. Um, I think there's a, there's a strong connection between... Uh, like same imbalance is is resilience, which which I have mentioned recently in my June newsletter. Uh, that is an aspect of balance, being resilient to things and being able to respond. And I think you kind of can learn that through yoga as well. Uh, that there's um there's a theory that if you tax your body, so you put physical stress on your body, like say you do jumping jacks or you hold your chair pose or something that's like making your heart go boop, 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 boop. <laughs> you know, and you're getting tired. And then you also, at the same time, is physically feeling exhausted or, or not exhausted, but physically, you know, strained or whatever. You feel calm, like you know nothing's wrong, you're just playing around in a class. You feel like pretty chill or safe because you're in your house or, you know, somewhere that you're familiar with. And every, and in mentally you feel right. If you can do that regularly enough, you actually train to the brain to feel calm in stressful situations. Because obviously when you're, when you're actually stressed, you will respond physically to that. And then your brain will respond to that. But there's a chance that you could override that slightly by realizing that it doesn't really matter if your body's, you know, stressed and your heart's beating fast because you've, you felt like this before in a class and it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. So, you know, you can find that kind of bounce back or control or, or balance or... One of the meditations that comes up on the app I use is where mm. he often asks you to think about something that you've done recently that you're embarrassed about or that you hate or something like that. And then oh, to yeah. try and isolate the physical feeling of that without thinking about what the actual try and locate sort of where what the discomfort that you're feeling so you might feel like it in your stomach sort of a bit yeah and then just yeah, think yeah. about it as a physical manifestation of something rather than and then i think what the phrase he uses is something like you realize that the half life of a negative emotion is actually really really short it's only when you keep yeah. like so i don't know if that's a similar kind of thing in there yeah, or like saying like, oh, you know, when you feel embarrassed, maybe you feel it in your stomach. But then if you felt ill in your stomach and you weren't embarrassed, you would think, oh, what did I eat? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, it's kind of disconnecting the negativity from the physical reaction. And therefore, when you feel a little bit bad mentally, you could potentially, bounce, like you're saying, bounce back from the physical reaction quicker because you're not necessarily associating the physical reaction with the, the emotional response. It's funny because have you done a have you done a, a, a one like that but for love then? That's a very interesting question. Well, well, it's just I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I remember I, I see that I have done and I thought it was really good. But admittedly, the when we did it, I was on a retreat and the man who led the retreat said, "I do a meditation every morning at three a.m. and I'm going to open that up for you to attend if you want, if you're awake." So obviously, I was like, "Well, I'm not going to miss out on this." <laughs> 
<laughs> so I set my alarm and we, we went downstairs at 3 a.m. for this meditation. And it was that meditation. It was it was step-by-step processes to try and build the feeling of love uh, and then to get rid of the source, mm. which was really interesting. It was it was good. Same principle, isn't it? Just a positive mm. emotion rather than a, yeah. I really like that. I did that for a long time regularly after after that experience because I found it really like blissful might be a nice way of putting it. Not like psychedelic, but just like, you know, it's just like, I'm full of love and rainbows and I'm walking around. Mm. <laughs> I need to be on drugs for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really like, it was really nice. I remember thinking it was really nice. It may be a very, maybe a, a nicer person. Yeah. Not to everyone in every situation. Mm, Everyone's got to triggers, but. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, did actually, did I also think about like, you know how like people vote for you know you know you know politics right <laughs> yes i know how politics work and i know that you can vote for things no, so it's because i was also thinking you know like it, you look at the 1970s there's a lot more like nationalized industries and stuff like that well the nationalized industries started like in the after the war because they nationalized everything so for some reason like them being owned by what well, horrible monopolies was a bad thing and everything got nationalized and then that turned into like in the, by the 70s that started going wrong so then they mm. privatized everything again and now that is at a stage where like the nationalization mm. of some industries now is actually more popular because you look at things like the trains and that seems like absolutely rampant energy companies mm. and stuff and you think well maybe they need to be sort of nationalized so everything's in a reaction to the thing to sort it out but then it goes the other way and then you it's need to do it's almost like the... they're just wobbling back and yeah, forth yeah yeah pretty much rather yeah. than finding a nice balance in the middle so that's yeah, yeah so, in, so in a way what I'm saying is isn't life like that so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you wobble between two extremes I think maybe you need to consider yeah. not uh, well, you know what though I will say this you know diets perfect example of that right yeah yeah so I suppose you could have that wobble back and forth in lots of things. That's not balance. That's nearly yeah. falling over. <laughs> yeah. So, but, and you think learning yeah. to stand on one leg will help with that, then? Do you? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Just bleeds into you. Balance your on the mat. Balance off the mat. Which is why the most balanced people in the world are probably acrobats and gymnasts, aren't they? They must be the most. <laughs> oh no, they are not the most balanced people. They're too far. That you remember what you were saying about being exhausted and working uh, twenty right. hours. Yeah, too too far, too okay. far the other way. <laughs> Have you, um, since you started doing yoga, noticed you've mm. been able to? You know, when it's icy, do you not fall on the ice so much now? Because <laughs> I was really bad at, like, staying upright. I mean, I haven't walked on ice for a long time. Walked on ice? Yeah, you know, not... only when it's, like, you know, like, when you, it snows and it oh, doesn't get cleared right. and it gets okay. all yeah, mushed yeah, yeah, down yeah. and stuff like that. I've had notable f- falling I've have I've fallen things. on my butt. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, 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 so. yeah, from ice. Like, ice is just, like, it's another it's another kettle of fish, really, isn't it? <laughs> they don't have yoga on ice, then, do they, just to... <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Sounds like a terrible um, Disney musical thing, isn't it? Yoga on ice. Yeah. But if you had like a, if you play like a video game, yeah. on ice is like hard mode for <laughs> for yoga, isn't it? I mean, literally, it'd be yeah, so yeah. difficult to do. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine trying to like like hold a lunge and not just flop into a split or something oh. really horrible? <laughs> 
anything. I can't see anything working at all. Like you're down, no, you're down, down with dog, dog would just belly be flop. belly flops. So, yeah, constantly. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, we'll see you in two weeks. Uh, if you weren't sure, you can still find another episode in two weeks because there will be an episode in two weeks, irrespective of your opinions on this and previous ones. But hopefully, we'll see you then. So please stay subscribed. And uh, if you want to help us out, tell your friends about the show. We'd love more people to know about it. And I've heard people be very explicit on this point, and maybe it works. If you really want to help, please give us a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts, because apparently that really, really helps you sort of up the charts and algorithms and all that stuff. But that's, I mean, it's, it's your call, obviously. I'm not like, if you're not ready to do that yet, I fully understand. It's a very, it's potentially a bold thing to ask and for you to do. So, I get it. Right, have a lovely day.